There's a new pope, and he's from Latin America. Today, Wednesday, March 13th, from Public Radio International, the BBC World Service, and WGBH Boston, this is The World. I'm Marco Werman. The conclave elects Cardinal Bergoglio of Argentina to be the new pope. We'll hear what that means for the Catholic Church around the globe. And later in the program, a year in the life of a very special South African school. The pressure on the kids to succeed is intense. I mean, your family's future depends on you. And when you make a mistake, all comes crumbling down. Think of how many futures are you ruining. But this student brims with hope and ambition. I can get my family out of those shakes and buy them a proper house. Our school year series starts today, plus the push to grant new startup visas to foreign-born entrepreneurs. PRI's The World is brought to you by Medtronic, supporting the work of Wired International, providing medical and healthcare information and education in the developing world and in regions affected by war. Now on Facebook, look for Medtronic NCD. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. The past few days have felt at times like a sporting event, an investment bank crisis, and a mysterious ritual all rolled into one. But at last, the world's 1.2 billion Catholics got the news they were anxiously awaiting. That was the start of the official announcement from the central balcony of St. Peter's Basilica at the Vatican. And minutes later, the new pope appeared in the same spot. He's Jorge Mario Bergoglio, the now former Archbishop of Buenos Aires, Argentina. His new name as Pope is Francis I. Religion reporter Jane Little has been following the events in Rome today. She says that while Bergoglio wasn't considered a frontrunner this time around, his name rings a bell from the last conclave. We know quite a bit from last time because, quite frankly, he was widely seen as the runner-up to Ratzinger eight years ago. Um, and he was passed over then. And most people who've been doing profiles of popes this time around missed him. They thought, well, they didn't pick him last time. They're not going to this time. Um, but basically what seems to have happened is that people on the moderate and reform wing and those on the conservatives have coalesced around a candidate they, they see as a good compromise. He is seen to be um, a, a man of simple and pure spirituality. He's from the Society of Jesus, the Jesuits. Um, he was uh, a man who shunned the trappings of a cardinal. He lives in a simple apartment, uh, does not have a chauffeur, is seen to be a man mm. of deep spirituality, also of keen intelligence, personal modesty. He is, of course, from Latin America. So that will be a huge bonus to many who said, it's time to move beyond Europe. Yeah, what does it say? percent of the Catholics are from Latin America. What, what does it say to you, Jane, that a man from Latin America has been elected pope? It says that geography came into it. Yes, he probably was a good compromise candidate in that uh, he is a man with Italian roots, by the way, uh, and parentage. He studied in Germany. Maybe that was just European enough to attract the Italians who have a lot of votes in the conclave. But it was also time. Many people were saying it is time to reflect the very different global face of 
Catholicism today. 1.2 billion Catholics in the world, 42% of them in Latin America. Big challenges facing the church in Latin America. Just yesterday we were hearing uh, on your program about the challenges facing Brazil mm. and uh, the rise of Pentecostalism. That's something uh, he, uh, he's been working with. And he's also been someone who came through the church during the rise of the very controversial liberation theology movement. He was seen by conservatives as a bulwark against that, against its Marxist excesses, as they saw it. On the other hand, he was also seen as someone who will reach out to people of different persuasions. So I think he has emerged as the consensus candidate when people decided to come together and find somebody who would tick the geographic boxes, also the ideological boxes. But I think there'll be big questions over his age. He's 76. Benedict has resigned because he was too old to infirm. Some might be surprised that the cardinals chose someone who's only two years uh, younger than Benedict was when he was elected. Yeah, that is interesting. Does, uh, Does Jorge Bergoglio come with bona fides as a reformer, someone who can address and navigate through the myriad crises in the Catholic Church right now. Yes, uh, he has spent time in Rome. He's a member of a number of congregations. And I think what's emerged um, through this process this time around is that the cardinals really at the top of their list.